You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Shotgun snap. Saints with a blitz. And a give to White on the near side as he takes it end around for a first down rush across the 30. To the 33. And James is down. James White, a player of the Patriots, can ill afford to lose in the understatement of what the day is being attended to. Sean's Patriots postgame show here with Jim Murray and Joe Murray. We'll be joined by Greg Bernard of Boston Sports Journal just momentarily, though. Patriots, there was a first down there where hurt, where James White unfortunately got hurt and left the game. But New England converting 16 first downs today. That's another $2,400 donated by Credit Union's Kids at Heart to the Team Jack Foundation to fight pediatric brain cancer and help researchers one day find a cure. Find out more at Credit Union's Kids at Heart. Dot org. Patriots fall at home to the New Orleans Saints today, 28-13. to Greg Bedard, BostonSportsJournal.com, now joining us. And, Greg, a lot of blame to go around today in all three phases. Patriots <laughs> didn't look good, offense, defense, even special teams. Where does uh, most of the blame lay in your mind? Uh, great question, Jim. Um, I would say the offense. I mean, look, they had the – they gave up the pick six. They had um, – you know, they got Mac Jones – uh, basically decapitated almost on a on an interception or a few times today that set up the Saints uh, in good field position. They couldn't get much of anything going, at least for the first half. And, uh, you know, it just wasn't good enough. And, uh, you know, all the rest is important, but I would say if I had to point to one phase of the game that was the most disappointing, it has to be the offense. Greg, if I could just challenge that a little bit, I, I feel like it's the defense once again. Um, they had a chance to make a stop against the Dolphins mm-hmm. week one. Couldn't do it. They have a third and long situation today after a touchdown. They couldn't get a stop. And, you know, I feel like these corners are undersized at times and they continue to have problems against the run. And I don't know, I just put these two losses so far this year uh, on the defense. Well, well, I don't know if I would say that. I mean, Joe, I think you're – look – we're, I think we're grading different uh, levels on this. It's uh, you know, d- it's different levels of suck that we're talking about. I mean, <laughs> <True>. <laughs> the, you know, what what color brown or what have you. But um, yeah, I mean, look, you could definitely say that the defense didn't help them, you know, win the game against Miami today. Um, I don't think they cost them a victory. I mean, I don't know how many people had confidence that the Patriots were going to be able to. Uh, if the defense did get them the ball, do anything. Yes, they had started to do some things. They got, you know, Kendrick Bourne, uh, Mac Jones getting the ball out was great. 
Kendrick Bourne makes a ridiculous catch, breaks the tackle, makes a touchdown. So you could say, yeah, you know, the offense had some momentum. They they sucked for a, a good portion of that game, but we're finally figuring things out. Uh, you know, but I would say on the balance of the day, the defense did what they had to do. The offense wasn't helping them out. But you're in terms of that drive, you are absolutely correct, Joe. And and it it looked exactly like the Dolphins game. It looked exactly like some of the drives that we've seen the past couple of years that this defense has given up. And I mean, it's not good enough. I mean, for the for the Saints to get the ball with nine twenty two left, and I think they threw what two passes. I think. Well, they did on that I'm third trying, and I, seven. Yeah, I mean that was yeah the third and seven. Oh, and then yeah, J- uh, Winston had a. On second and seven, short pass to Deontay Harris for seven yards. They got the first down. Um, you know, so that's a that's a thirteen play drive, and they threw two passes, and the Patriots couldn't stop them for all the resources that they put into that defense. There's no question you can be upset and mad at the defense. I just think, you know, look, I, it, it, the, the offense wasn't doing much of anything, and just to keep sending the defense out there. They probably didn't have a whole lot of legs at the end of the game. I'm not excusing them, but in terms of where I rank the blame in this game, I got to put the offense at the top. I remember you saying after the loss to Miami in week one, Greg, that maybe you know some of these new pieces just don't fit yet. And look, that can take some time here. Maybe that first mm-hmm. month, it's an extension of the preseason. But John U. Smith today is clearly one of those guys. Like That was as bad a performance I can remember from a Patriot player maybe ever. Yeah, I absolutely. And it wasn't just, you know, he had the drop along the sidelines of a great pass by Mac Jones. Didn't come up with it. He he, you know, he drops a pass that turns into a pick six that quickly made this we you, you went from thinking, all right, the Patriots were horrible in the first half in all three phases. They're only down 14 to 3. If they come out and they score a touchdown here, all can be right. We could save the day. And then the ball clangs off his hands, goes to the Saints, return it for a touchdown. Malcolm Jenkins, it's 21-3. And now you're like, oh, my God. Like, what else can go wrong with this team? And it wasn't just that. It was Johnny Smith couldn't block. He couldn't do much of anything. And you, you're absolutely right in terms of, you know, how much time is it going to take some of these guys? Um, you know, and you you really would have liked the benefit of more time. Uh, you come away with a victory in that Dolphins game. Come away with a victory today and you're talking all right, 3 and 0, maybe 2 and 1. But 1 and 2 with the Bucks coming in, they ain't got no more time, Jim. They got to go now. Like they this is I'm not saying they have to win the Bucks game. Um and and I wrote a column this morning uh, at Boston Sports Journal just asking if the Saints game was a must win and how they needed to be focused on this game because what the fallout from this this loss could be coupled with a the bucks coming in here um it's it, it, they are quickly running out of time any any sort of uh you know cushion that they've had in years past that is gone and they they're going to need to get it corrected real quick uh greg are you what surprised you more the fact that damian harris got six carries today and that mac jones was the leading rusher or the fact that mac jones threw the ball 51 times today uh, after the fact, or if you asked me before the, the game, which which I would be more surprised. I mean, he threw by. it fifty one uh, times. 
I, I can't get over that. Like, well, I, he's a yeah, rookie I will say though, Joe. I will say I thought that was a possibility. Of course, the way it worked out wasn't for the reason that I thought. I thought that the I thought there was a chance that the Patriots would look at this game and the Saints' defense and say, you know what, we need to spread them out as much as possible. Um, sort of like they did against the Dolphins in the second half and just sort of pick them apart and let Mac do his thing. I thought there was a chance of that happening. That didn't happen today. But I think Damian Harris getting six carries, is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. Six? Same as Mac Jones. Six. Yeah. If you would have told me that before the game, I would have been like, You've been smoking too much of Jim Murray stuff. No way. <laughs> uh, well, there's a lot to go around. Uh, <laughs> uh, more with Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal coming up. You want to get on 617-779-0985. We come back as well. Uh, I want uh, Greg to try to explain or maybe get his thoughts on something you posted on bostonsportsjournal.com. This curious interaction between Bill Belichick and Mac Jones at the end of this game. The Patriots lose to the Saints today at home 28-13. to That's coming up next. Safety Insurance, 98.5 Sports of Patriots Radio Network. Every day, 13 children are diagnosed with a brain tumor. This season, for every New England first down, Credit Union's Kids at Heart will help fund promising clinical trials to find safer and more effective treatments for children with brain cancer. Credit Union's Kids at Heart believes that research gives these children and their families hope for a long and healthy future. Learn more at cukidsatheart.org. The First Downs to Fight Pediatric Brain Cancer campaign is generously supported by Granite State Credit Union and Rockland Federal Credit Union. Ah, what a crown jewel of a day in the kingdom, my queen. Our young subject shall delight in the attractions at King Richard Fair in Carver. You mean the kids. With knights jousting on horseback, exotic animals, and entertainers of every variety. I declare King Richard Fair is royal fun for all of us. Plus acres of food, drink, rides, and games abound. Not bad, hon. King Richard's Fair. Weekend, September 4th through October 24th. Tickets at kingrichardsfair.net. We're ready for your fall stock up at BJ's Wholesale Club. Spend $100 on qualifying items, get a $25 BJ's gift card just for shopping your favorites. Visit BJ's.com slash spend 100 get 25 for details or look for our flyer in club. BJ's, live generously. There's a reason the top builders in New England use union carpenters. In fact, there are three. Quality, value, and trust. The New England Carpenters Union. It's time to build. To learn more, visit NERCC.org. What's your ultimate game day experience? A tricked out man cave? Deluxe tailgate? Then enter the five-hour energy football sweepstakes for a chance to win $10,000. And make your ultimate game day experience a reality. To enter, buy any five-hour energy product and upload the receipt. It's that easy. The five-hour energy football sweepstakes. Enter today. No purchase necessary. Must be 18 and a legal resident of the U.S. Ends December 10th, 2021. For official rules on how to enter without purchase, visit 5hesport.com. Void where prohibited. Download the DraftKings app right now. Use the code SPORTSHUB. This week, new customers get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. That's code SPORTSHUB only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. This is the sound of a family of four, <clears throat> all working away on their devices. See, with Xfinity Internet, they now get Wi-Fi speed faster than a gig to handle all the homework, work work, and streaming they throw at it. So no more arguments over who's hogging the Wi-Fi. <laughs> Oh, my bad. Xfinity delivers faster Wi-Fi speed to handle a house full of devices. Can your internet do that? 
Learn more about gig Wi-Fi and other fast speed options. Get started with Xfinity Internet for only $29.99 a month with a special two-year rate guarantee and one-year agreement. Plus, now only through September 26th, get $100 back when you sign up online. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay. Ends 10-3-21. Restrictions apply. New Performance Pro 200 megabits per second internet customers only. Equipment, taxes and fees extra and subject to change. After term, regular rates apply. Gig Wi-Fi requires gig internet and x gateway. Actual speeds vary. Are you happy with your building's janitorial services? If not, do what 98.5 The Sports Hub did and call ACP Facility Services. ACP is a certified minority business enterprise with over 30 years' experience and clients spanning the eastern seaboard, specializing in Class A offices, schools, and universities, pharmaceutical validation, and retail space. ACP will tailor a cleaning solution that meets your specific needs. Go to acpcleaning.com. There's clean, and then there's ACP Clean. Jack Daniels has always made whiskey, and if they have it their way, they always will. But there's one thing Jack can't make more of, and that's moments. Those are on us to create. You see, friends, we only get one shot at this crazy ride, so let's make sure we're making the most of every moment we have. So whether today's the day you try that thing you've always wanted to do, or you're just going to sip a glass of Jack and catch up with a friend, don't let a single moment go to waste. Make it count. Jack Daniels. Please drink responsibly. Tennessee whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume. Jack Daniels Distillery, Lynchburg, Tennessee. Jack Daniels and all number seven are registered trademarks. 2020 Jack Daniels. New England, it's time to get rolling. And to keep your Ford running in tip-top shape, stop by your New England Ford dealers, where factory-trained technicians use Ford parts, which makes them the best place to keep your vehicle or your next new Ford running at its best. Whether it's time for new tires, brake service, or oil change, call your New England Ford dealers now to schedule service. They'll get you in and back on your way fast. That should do it with your new Anderson 400 Series windows. So stylish and easy to install. I have these exact ones in my own home. Honestly, John, we couldn't be happier. They're perfect. They last a long time. Don't think you'll be needing me again. So this is probably goodbye. Alex, Julie, we'll see ya. I hate goodbyes. Alex, John was our contractor. Anderson 400 Series are the windows contractors trust most. Learn more at AndersonWindows.com. 2020 Anderson Brand Survey of U.S. Contractors. Visit AndersonWindows.com for warranty details. Everything Boston Sports, the Sports Hub. Patriots trying to bounce back as Bourne sprints left right. A fake to him, a fake to Harris. And a throw down the middle. Off the hands of Smith and intercepted. Down the right side, Malcolm Jenkins will trot in for a touchdown. That's a pick six off the hands of the tight end for the Patriots and about the worst way you could possibly envision starting the second half for New England. How many of you are coming back from the bathroom or getting a drink at that point? You look up and you're like, wait, huh? Ball clangs off Jonu Smith's hands. Goes the other way for the pick six. The turnover for the Saints. Typically, we're bringing you turnovers from the Patriots, but none for them today. Video Bank and J.C. Jackson have teamed up for Be a Champion for a Child to benefit the Boys and Girls Clubs of Metro West for every turnover forced by New England's defense this season. Video Bank will donate $1,000 to help at-risk children. Video Bank, honest to goodness, member FDIC, member DIF. Jim Murray and Joe Murray here on the Shaw's Patriots postgame show. It's Patriots now 1-2 and two in the season. They fall to the Saints today 28-13. to 13. Mac Jones, 30 of 51, 270 yards, touchdown, three picks on the day. Greg Bedard, Boston Sports Journal, joining us here. And for those that haven't seen this yet, at bostonsportsjournal.com or didn't catch it at the end of the game, a curious interaction, Greg, between head coach Bill Belichick and young Mac Jones at the end of this game. Please explain. 
Yeah. So, um, so my our photographer Adam Reichens, who does a great job for us. And, and by the way, there's a story up. It's a lead story on the site. It's free for anybody who wants to go over there and take a look at the pictures and video. So he sends me a text after the game, and he explains what he saw. And what he saw was, and you saw some of this on the TV as they were cutting away. You saw Mac Jones sitting on the bench basically by himself. Yeah. Almost, you know, just desolate. You know, just, yeah, dejected, all that stuff. And I guess what happened was he sat there for a while. At some point, a Saints player, we believe it was Jameis Winston, but it was tough for him to see on his on his camera because it was close up. Um Came over and said, like, hey, good game. And Mac, you know, picked his head up and said, he realized what was going on and said, hey, thanks and whatever. And and sat there for a bit. But then he got up to go towards the field, to say, probably to say hi to some other players. As Mac was making his way onto the field, Bill Belichick came over, said something, grabbed Mac Jones by his wrist, and basically pulled Mac a little bit, turned him a little bit, towards the stairs that they descend to go into the locker room. And Mac Jones, instead of going on in the field, followed Bill Belichick for a bit. They went down the stairs uh, together. And when Adam told me that, I get, look, I don't know what to make of it. I, I texted a league source um, you know, who's close to Belichick and asked them about it just because maybe there was some reason that that would happen, and they confirmed the circumstances. They didn't think it was anything more than what we saw. And to me, it was just really curious. I've never seen or heard of anything like that in my you know, 20-year career covering the NFL. Um, and so I, you know, we put it up. I didn't offer any comment. Just this is interesting, and I don't know what to make of it. Yeah, and looking at it, and I'm watching the video here, again, bostonsportsjournal.com. It's uh, free to check this out. I, it, maybe it's like the kids wallowing and Bill, my guess, you know, again, we don't know, but my guess mm-hmm. is looking at this like you're sitting here like enough, like let's go, let's get off the field, like <clears throat> enough the enough with the pity, yeah. the pity party. Yeah, if, if I had to make a guess, I would say that, and first of all, Bill being out there that long, like, is not um, – it's not normal. Maybe he maybe had an extended greeting with Sean Payton and some of his coaches because there's a lot of respect between the two teams. Um, but Bill might have been headed back, and he might have been – if I had to guess, Bill was probably like, you can't – look, kid, you can't be doing this. Yeah. Like, there's going to be hopefully, you know, who knows, 100, you know, 200, 250 games in your career. It's one loss. It didn't have a whole lot to do with you. We sucked. Don't don't let people see you like this. Just get up, go into the locker room, and we we got a game to get, uh, get ready for. So let's let's forget about this one. Yeah, body language is really huge when it comes to quarterbacks for sure. But mm-hmm. um, you know, the the more I look at this, he, he had some interesting things to say in the press conference. Clearly, he was deflecting, deflecting with all the Brady stuff, but. Yep. He, he did mention that he wa- he needs to work better at throwing in the red zone. And then he also said that he doesn't call the plays. And I don't know if he's saying that out of frustration. Um, and, I, and I don't think they are handcuffing him when he throws 51 times in the game. But do you think around the red zone, like it's been somewhat of a trend here now that the run, run first in the red zone just isn't working out. Is it they just don't want to throw in that situation anymore? Yeah, Joe, it's a good question. And uh, look, for the most part, I 
deflect to the coaches because, you know, mostly from my time when I spent with the Houston Texans behind the scenes game planning and seeing what goes on into a game plan and all the information and all the study and how these guys basically work from like 6 a.m. to like 3 a.m., you know, every single day to do this. And and after that, after I had that experience, I'm like, I'm not really second guessing what they're doing again, because there's a reason why they do everything. Um, and I'm sure there's a reason why Josh McDaniels is calling the games the way he is right now, whether it's the opponent, whether it's Mac Jones, whether it's the, the, you know, the God awful play that they've gotten out of the offensive line so far this year. Um, but look, I understand, especially, that one red zone drive, I'm sure everybody's going to talk about it. I'm sure I'm going to write about it. You know, the two runs with Brandon Bolden yeah. and then the third and 11, I think, screen pass. Yeah, that is uh, that is going to be tough to explain. I'll be interested to see the film, to see, you know, what the Saints were doing. Um, but, yes, that one is a hard one to swallow. Uh, and I don't know, Mac might be a little bit frustrated, but, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, he realizes, look, I'm in game three of my career. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I don't know what I don't know, and I just need to play better. You mentioned the offensive line, Greg. Is it more of the same, or did it get worse this week? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think it was worse this week. I mean, I saw... And I tweeted this out in the game, and I actually had good timing for once. You know, one uh, an actual tweet during the game where I don't get, where I said Mac Jones is on his back like every other pass, and that's what I was seeing from the press box every time after a pass. Mac Jones is on his back, and somebody's got to pick him up. And then the next one was when he gets drilled and he throws the interception, and. To me, it was worse, and and Jim, I don't know what the deal is. I will definitely dig into the film a lot this week to figure out what the hell is going on because these guys are way too talented for this to be going on, and it's not just Trent Brown, even though that certainly would help. Uh, if, if Trent Brown was out there, I bet you they would, they would still have a lot of these issues. I think there's a whole lot of things going on. I think they need to – they'll probably need to take a hard look this week about, like, you know, is it really working with a Wenu at left guard? Do we need to think about putting him at left tackle? Maybe putting Ted Karrison at left guard, um, something like that. Whatever it is, it ain't good enough, and they cannot continue to put Mac Jones at risk like this, or else there is no way he is going to last the season. He probably wouldn't even last half a season. Your calls with Greg Bedard here six one seven 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 nine zero ninety eight five. Alex in Rhode Island, you're next here on the Shaw's Patriots post game show. Alex. Hey, what's up? Hey, go ahead. So I was actually at the game, and uh, I just want to say that I don't know, like, my whole section was saying exactly what everyone's been saying for the last, like, 30 minutes I've been listening to the show, so I don't know if they're watching a different game than we are, but Jonu Smith, many drop passes, many missed blocks, many holding calls, should have been benched. You guys are exactly right. He was still in there. Uh, We had Brandon Bolden career special teamer, Gunnar Olszewski, career special teamer uh, on the field. We have overpaid receivers. I swear our formations as well. We need to spread the ball out a little more because it's so tight, and we had one-on-ones on each side of the field at least 70% of the time. We pay these receivers so much money. We have one-on-ones. Give the guys a shot. Throw the ball down the field. Alex, I'm going to let you go on that. Just uh, on the offensive side of things, Greg, the 
personnel that you know they spent all this money on this offseason i feel like it's left a lot to be desired thus far right uh yeah i would say that and i look i do think they took some shots um you know one-on-one today more maybe the score dictated it but i just didn't i didn't think mac had a very good day you know throwing the ball as far as his touch he certainly had his fair share of really nice plays i didn't think his touch down the field was as good as we've seen it to this point i mean but it, you know it's hard to complain about certainly about kendrick Bourne. you know in his day uh six catches on eight targets 96 yards of course that touchdown um but the tight ends, Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith, they paid them you know, a lot of money. They paid Jalen Mills a lot of money. I mean, they, they paid a lot of guys in the front seven a lot of money, and all of a sudden you're out there with uh, some guy I don't even know, Jelani Tavai, playing middle linebacker in the second half against the New Orleans Saints to, to, to avoid going to one and two. Like, you know, what are we doing out here? Like I what and plus let's not even we haven't even touched on the special teams disaster today mm. that that was this game and so yeah there's uh it, it, it's not it's not going well to this point and this is not a new thing look this is a team that finished two and four in 2019 seven and nine last year one and two to start the season it's been a long time since this team's been a, played consistent winning football. And the the coaches are going to have to really figure this out quickly. More with Greg Bedard of BostonSportsJournal.com. Come up along with your phone calls at 617-779-0985. We'll touch on the uh, special teams mess in uh, today's loss to the Saints, 28-13, the final. Get to that coming up here after the headlines with Joe Murray. But first, let's pause for station identification on the safety insurance. 98.5 The Sports Hub, Patriots Radio Network. This is Boston's most listened to sports station. Boston's home for sports. Patriots 1-2 on the season. They lose 28-13 today to the Saints. Mac Jones, 38-51. He did throw a touchdown pass to Kendrick Bourne. Also threw three interceptions in the game. One of them returned for a touchdown. James White carried off the field, left the game with an injury. Patriots host Tom Brady in the Buccaneers next Sunday at Gillette Stadium. At halftime, Bucks trail the Rams at the moment. 14 to 7. Some other scores right now. Broncos 20 nothing over the Jets. Dolphins have a 14 12 lead over the Raiders. And the Vikings a 21 17 over the Seahawks at halftime. Bills 43 21 over Washington. Browns 26. Bears 6. Ravens got a 19 17 win on a game winning field goal of 66 yards from Justin Tucker. Titans, they're now 2 1. They got a 25 16 win over the Colts. Chargers 30. Chiefs 24, Falcons a 17-14 win over the Giants, Bengals all over the Steelers 24-10, and Arizona 31, Jaguars 19. Sunday Night Football tonight features the Packers and the 49ers. You got Bruins preseason underway right now after one period. They are tied with Washington 1-1, Jake DeBrusque with the goal in golf. The Ryder Cup, U.S., they got the win. And, of course, we got Red Sox-Yankees tonight. Uh, Both teams tied for the wild card spot. Headlines are brought to you by Valvoline Instant Oil Change. They want to help you prepare your car for fall travel. They offer completely contactless service with their 15-minute drive-thru service, and you don't even need to make an appointment. Visit KevinOilChange.com for a coupon to save on your oil change. I'm Joe Murray. More post-game after this on the Safety Insurance 98.5 The Sports of Patriots Radio Network. 
If you own a home, do yourself a favor. Call Devlin Solar to eliminate your electrical bill and provide backup power through a blackout. To see if your home qualifies for solar, call 800-818-5641. That's 800-818-5641 or visit DevlinSolar.com. Devlin Solar, the most trusted solar company in New England. Hi, Matthew Slater here. I want to tell you about a place just south of Boston where great things happen. No, not Foxborough, but Adkey, Rhode Island. Nestled on more than 20 acres in the Rhode Island countryside, Adkey, Rhode Island is the perfect place to begin your recovery from drugs and alcohol. The small personalized program takes a holistic approach to drug and alcohol treatment that encompasses the mind, body, and spirit, as well as proven therapies to overcome any addiction. Call my friends at Adkey, Rhode Island at 1-800-ALCOHOL or visit Adkey. Adcare.com. Is it me or has everything gone extreme lately? Extreme sports, extreme home makeovers, and scarily extreme weather events. Wildfires, flash floods, tornadoes. The best way to protect yourself? Extremely good insurance. Talk to an independent agent about safety insurance. Because if you only pay for what you need, hurricane destroyed 45 homes in the area. You may end up needing to downsize. Safety Insurance will help you manage life storms. At Shaw's, they're perfecting the art of fresh. Their produce pros work with trusted, top-quality growers so your hand-picked fruits and vegetables are harvested at the peak of flavor and handled with care from farm to you. Come by and pick up fresh-cut, colorful produce, prepared daily in their store and bursting with flavor. They'll meet or beat national standards so you get the cream of the crop. Shop in-store or online at Shaw's.com today for delivery or for convenient curbside pickup. Tailgate season is upon us, New England, and that means you're going to want the ultimate vehicle for all the game day action. Well, look no further than the all-wheel drive Honda Pilot. Rugged, dependable, and practically endless cargo room to load up all the supplies you'll need to last you from the preseason to the playoffs all the way to that glorious duck boat parade in February. Gear up for game day with the all-wheel drive Honda Pilot at your local New England Honda dealers. Around here, we Honda. Hey, if you want to have more fun at work, Apex Entertainment is hiring all positions, including management, restaurant, attractions, and more. Apex is 100,000 square feet of pure fun for all ages with bowling, go-karts, and arcade. Be big, be bold, be Apex. Apply today at apexentertainment.com. Town Fair Tire is New England's largest name brand discount tire dealer with over 600,000 tires in stock. So we sell Continental tires at prices so low they can't be beat. We guarantee it. Plus, when you buy Continental tires at Town Fair, we give you more free services for life than any other dealer. For the guaranteed best deal on Continental tires, nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Name brands at discount prices. Town Fair. So it's been a great start to the NFL season, and it's only getting better at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. DraftKings is putting new customers in the center of the action with a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. So get in on the action now. And for our New Hampshire customers, head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app to check out all the great promotions and daily odds boosts. Download the DraftKings app now. Use code SPORTSHUB. This week, new customers can get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Again, only using code SPORTSHUB, only at DraftKings. $5 deposit required. 
Hey, football fans, it's Bob Sosie, the voice of New England football. If you want to know how my voice stays ready for every call, look no further than my cup of Bigelow tea right next to me in the booth. No matter the game conditions, Bigelow tea always tastes great, and that's why it's the first play I call in my game day routine. New England fans refuse to settle for anything less than the best, and when it comes to my tea, settling is not an option. So join me, New England, and grab a mug full of Bigelow and tea proudly. The only place to hear the game, the Sports Hub. This will be a 26-yard attempt from the near hash. Cardona snap in place to Bailey. The kick by Folk is good. So Nick Folk extends his streak. And Nick Folk, a couple of field goals today. It was a 26-yarder to make it 21-6 at the time. I have a curious uh, red zone. Collection of plays by the Patriots leading to that field goal. We get in the final 28-13 today as the Patriots fall to the New Orleans Saints at Gillette Stadium. And uh, this season, as part of the Apex Cures program, Apex Entertainment donating $100 to New England Center for Children for every converted field goal. Every point, every dollar helps. For more information, go to apexentertainment.com. Again, two on the day. For Nick Folk. Shaw's Patriots postgame show, Jim Murray, Joe Murray. You mentioned the special teams being a mess, uh, Greg. And Jake Bailey, who, you know, this more had this maybe had more to do with last year's team than anything else, but was one of the best Patriots players in 2020. And this year, he's playing like he's almost like a liability. Absolutely, Jim. I mean, I, I don't I don't get it. For his first two years, I mean, even his rookie year, he was always money in the bank, and he could really pin in the other team and and if the Patriots were scuffling on offense, which they were a majority of the time uh, his first two seasons in this league, he was able to sort of flip field position and give them a better chance. And he's been – look, I don't want to say terrible, but he's been really poor to this point this year. I mean, I remember there, there was a – there was a they passed up like a 50-something yard field goal. I think it was against the Dolphins at home. And – he roofed the kick into the end zone like it wasn't even close to the to the goal line. It was it was almost it was much closer to the end line than anything else. I think it was a net punt of like 17 yards. He had another poor punt like that last week. Today he you know he he rifles one into the end zone like I I, I don't know what's going on with him. He had the you know the the block punt uh, also today like. Yeah, for for a team that prides itself on special teams, and we all know how Bill values the special teams, and you know all his practice squad elevations to you know address the special teams wasn't very good. They let the the punt returner, the Saints, who they said basically, and Bill confirmed it after the game. He's like, yeah, he wasn't really supposed to return any punts. And he returns the first punt twenty five yards. It sets up the first touchdown of the game. Like it was almost, it was just an epic fail after epic fail for the Patriots from the beginning of this game. How about Jake Bailey too? I mean, I know he's he's got some booming punts, but these uh these kickoffs out of bounds. It's, it's, it's been what two weeks in a row now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just it just horrendous. I mean, this this stuff can't go on. And now, you know, with that stuff going on and things that you could always say, all right, the Patriots might suck today at this and that, but they're still going to be good on special teams. They're still going to be able to get off the field when you, when it's counted on. They might bend, but they won't break and all that stuff. And and now you really, you know, after these three games, you're like, you know, can the Patriots beat anybody other than the Jets? Like, what can they do well consistently? And 
what's the root cause of all that? I mean, I, I'm, I, I know Felger and Maz won't spend much time on it this week because you know Felger's got his got his get his fill of the uh, the Brady the, week, <laughs> yeah, the telenovela week that's going on. And uh, but yeah, that's those are the questions that really, if it was any other week, we would be asking all week, like what is going on with this team? Where have they lost their way? Uh, let's go to Michael in San Diego with uh, some thoughts on the Patriots' loss today. Here with Greg Bedard of BostonSportsJournal.com. Hey, Michael. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. So uh, just besides the drop passes from John o. Smith, I wanted to point out three other things that he just couldn't handle. The blocking being one of them. Uh, he couldn't set the edge. It was obvious. Uh, the holding call on a, on a 16-yard run was big, brought it back. And uh, couldn't beat the man, the, the middle linebacker in man coverage coming across the middle. You know, those are just three things that are just egregious in my opinion. And we brought him in to be a playmaker, and he's just not doing a job. Thanks again. Thanks, Michael. So more than just drops for John U. Smith, did he? Did they ask him to do a lot of blocking in Tennessee, Greg? Do you know? Yeah, that's actually what he was known for. I mean, when you when you talk to people around the league when they first signed him, they were like, you know, because I didn't, I didn't know a whole lot about John U. Because, yeah, he did do a whole lot for them when he was in Tennessee and, like, uh, I always thought of him more of an athlete as a move tight end sort of thing where, you know, a lot of the yards after the catch, and I think that's the role that that he's ultimately supposed to, 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 to fill here. But you heard from people, or I heard from people around the league that, you know, it's actually his blocking and all the other things that he does that's really well. But I just... Look, it was, yeah, I mean, it was just a lot of what was bad. I mean, just, you know, Michael had a good call there and just, you know, even him talking. Like, I thought coming into this game and you watched the, and I watched the Panthers uh, Saints uh, film, you know, where the, the Panthers basically killed the Saints. And I thought for sure, and look, the James White injury had something to do with this, but even before that, they weren't really utilizing him that much. I, I thought they were going to kill the Saints in passing you know, to the backs because, you know, the, the Saints linebackers are fast, but they're not all that good in coverage. And, man, are they susceptible to, you know, motion and play action and things like that. And I just didn't see a lot of that today. Do you think they'll try to run the football, uh, considering that they only really got, what, 17 total carries? Six of them, of course, from Mac Jones today. But, you know, do they add Devin Asiasi to the uh, to the mix here? Like, I think they need to beef it up a little bit more up front, man. Like, I know they got problems on off- offensive line, but you know, I don't think Hunter Henry's a great blocker either. I'll just no, I'll say that he definitely is not. And I'm not saying Asiasi's the difference, but wouldn't you rather have three, you know, you know, three tight ends with your full line out there and can try to run the football? It just, I don't know. It's just the personnel seems to be the big issue, and you know, to Jim's point, and you brought it up earlier. It just doesn't seem like there's really any cohesion with a lot of the people they've put together. Yeah, and I, I you know, I, I understand the point about Aussie Aussie, and in theory, it makes sense. I just think, Joe, that at this point, you look at some of these enactives between Aussie Aussie Stevenson and probably Ronnie Perkins to a lesser extent. I don't know if he's still hurt. I think I don't know if he is, but I think you look at those three guys if Perkins is is healthy and you say I don't think they're in the trust tree at this point I think they're inactive for a lack of trust whether it's Stevenson with ball security Asiasi who's had problems since he he got here as a rookie in terms of you know knowing the right things to do and you know and playing with mental toughness and things like that and Ronnie Perkins is a guy who they don't really need at this point they have 
you know, too many edge guys at this point. So, uh, I, I, you know, I don't know if Asiasi is the answer. I can understand. And look, maybe it's time to take a chance at that and go like with a, you know, three tight end offense and stuff like that. Cause Asiasi did look better in the preseason than he did as a rookie, but I'm not sure. All right, more with Greg Bernard at bostonsportsjournal.com. One more segment to go. You want to get on with the 617-779-0985. Patriots follow the Saints at home today, 28-13, to now 1-2 and two on the season. Uh, more coming up here on the Sean's Patriots postgame show on the Safety Insurance, 98.5 of Sports of Patriots Radio Network. I'm J.C. Jackson, a video bank and I teamed up for Big Champion for a Child to benefit the Boys and Girls Club of Metro West. Here's this week's match of the game. Menti Angelina and mentor Monica from Hudson. A video bank, honest to goodness, avideobank.com. Member FDIC, member DIF. The Patriots Radio Network is proud to welcome the following new partners. Blue Bear Services. From Boston to Cape Cod, Blue Bear Services has all your HVAC plumbing and drain cleaning needs handled. Hashtag the bear was here. Mass General Brigham Sports Medicine. Specialists who understand your athletic dreams, goals, and the need to get back to them. Together, they'll write your comeback story. And Devlin Solar. Offset your energy bills and power your home through a blackout with Devlin Solar, the most trusted solar company in New England. Thank you from the home of the Patriots. 98.5 The Sports Hub. With the Willy Wonka Golden Ticket from the Mass Lottery, marvelous surprises await. Like a chance to win up to $500,000 instantly, or a trip to Vegas, where a lifetime prize of $1 million a year could be yours. Must be 18 or older to play. The 99 Restaurant is cooking up some new hearty flavors for the season. Try the buffalo chicken mac and cheese or the homestyle chicken pot pie. Freshly baked to order and topped with a buttery flaky crust. The 99, always the real deal. Save on everything you love in one place at BJ's Wholesale Club. Get up to 25% off grocery store prices every day. Shop in club or online with curbside pickup or same-day delivery. Stop by the services desk at your local BJ's and mention radio to save over 50% when you join the club risk-free. Matt D. Slater here. Have you been trying to quit drugs or alcohol on your own, but it's too overwhelming and you give up? It only takes three to five days to detox and hit the reset button. Call AdCare at 1-800-ALCOHOL or visit AdCare.com. Football's back in action, New England. And while some people might think the best place to take in the game is right along the 50-yard line in Foxborough, it's actually behind the wheel of the all-wheel drive Honda Pilot. Seating for eight fans, practically endless cargo room for tailgating, and a convenient built-in noisemaker that you'll be making use of quite frequently. Gear up for game day with the all-wheel drive Honda Pilot at your local New England Honda dealers. Around here, we Honda. This is the sound of a family of four, all working away on their devices. See, with Xfinity Internet, they now get Wi-Fi speed faster than a gig to handle all the homework, work work, and streaming they throw at it. So no more arguments over who's hogging the (laughs) Wi-Fi. Oh, my bad. Xfinity delivers faster Wi-Fi speed to handle a house full of devices. Can your Internet do that? Learn more about gig Wi-Fi and other fast speed options. Get started with Xfinity Internet for only $29.99 a month with a special two-year rate guarantee and one-year agreement. Plus, now only through September 26th, get $100 back when you sign up online. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay. Ends 10-3-21. Restrictions apply. New Performance Pro 200 megabits per second internet customers only. Equipment, taxes and fees extra and subject to change. After term, regular rates apply. Gig Wi-Fi requires gig internet and X5 gateway. Actual speeds vary. 
Hi, I'm Rodney Frias, the Chief Operating Officer of SNF Concrete. We're a family-owned concrete subcontractor. We've been a signatory to the Carpenters for over 50 years. If you want to have a successful, reliable workforce, it is essential to have a great relationship with the Carpenters Union. The communication between the union and SNF Concrete has been great. I can get the qualified people that I need in, in just a couple calls. Build your business with the North Atlantic States Carpenters Union. Visit nasrcc.org. When you buy a Reed's Ferry Shed, you're buying direct from the builder. Those sheds at the big home improvement store, they don't build them. They're the middleman. And to make room for the middleman markup, they have to take stuff out of the shed. Important stuff, like lumber. Buy Factory Direct at Reed's Ferry and you'll own a better shed. Call Reed's Ferry Sheds this week and schedule your installation. Call 888-85-SHEDS. Need a shed? If it says Reed's Ferry, you got a good one. The home of the Celtics, 98.5, the Sports Hub. Raise your hands, what do you hold? The waiting Music of the game, brought to you by Live Nation. Don't miss two of the world's biggest rock bands, Ghost and Volbeat, together for the first time ever on Friday, February 11th, at the DCU Center in Worcester. Tickets are on sale now at LiveNation.com. Shaw's Patriots postgame show. Jim Murray, Joe Murray, joined by Greg Bedard of AustinSportsJournal.com for one last segment here and uh, your phone calls as well. Get in with Greg now. We'll go to uh, Peter in the car uh, after the Patriots fall to the Saints today at home 28-13. Go ahead, Peter. Yeah, so I was at the game too and I don't know what is the issue with the offensive line and, and the play calling. I mean, there's so many times that the receivers were bunched up together. Those, those twice I saw them Two of them in the corner of the end zone. That puts three defenders. It's like I, I, I can't understand what they were doing. And I don't know how many times I saw the tight end going up the end wide open, and he just couldn't get the ball to him because he was running backwards. Thanks for the call, Peter. So, Greg, I mean, you're there. You got a better view of it. Some of the pressure and the sacks that that Mac Jones took today were they coverage sacks, or did he, like the caller said, not get it to guys that were open? I oh, just didn't read the field grid. Cab absolutely coverage sacks in this one, at least late in the game there. Uh, oh, the yeah, deep... late in the game. Yeah. Oh, sorry about earlier. that. Yeah. No, it's okay. I thought earlier. I thought he just didn't have time. Like, And sometimes things have to be timed up. Like, you know, they, they might have a, you know, deep developing route where, you know, Max on a seven-step drop and he needs to hold it a bit longer. And I just think he, they couldn't get to really anything for, like, you know, two and a half quarters in this game. It was just the the offensive line could not hold up. I I I was I was fearful of this. The more I watched the Saints this week, I thought coming into this game, I, I did not think that the Patriots were going to cover the spread. Uh, I thought that the Saints' speed on defense, like they might not be big up front, but they were really fast and and they they know how to crease gaps against the run and the pass, and, and unfortunately all of that was a concern today. Yeah, Greg, just the, the, again, uh, the more I look at this game, do you think it was a look ahead at all? Like, do you think the Patriots were fully prepared? And, I mean, obviously Sean Payton coming off a loss, it uh, looked like he he definitely stuck to the game plan today and closed it out with Taysom Hill running the football. Uh, yeah, I thought I thought Sean Payton did what he always does. And shout out to Pete Carmichael from uh, from Medway, their offensive coordinator. Uh, and a BC guy, uh, I thought they had a great plan. And and look, I think it's it's easier for guys like Peyton and Carmichael to 
uh, game plan against the Patriots because they've been around so long. And, you know, the last time they hear, were here, the show ponies game, they put up a lot of points. They should have won that game. The Patriots stole that game. So I think they have a good beat on what to do against the Patriots. Um, I, you know, I just think that, uh, you know, you asked about the look ahead factor. I, Joe, I, I couldn't help but think of that, uh, d- during the game. I mean, when you're, when you're an apt in all three phases like that, something, something fundamental was wrong this week. And we all didn't think that it was going to be an issue. And, you know, Matt Castle, I saw, wrote a, wrote a column for NBC Sports Boston talking about how, you know, look ahead, no way, not under Bill Belichick. And, you know, I, I don't know. They looked, they were way too off for this just to be a bad day at the office. It seems like they were distracted. Maybe Belichick doesn't have, you know, the touch in terms of that like he does. And again, Jim talked about this earlier, uh, you know, and we'll keep bringing it up. The amount of new guys that you bring in, you change the equation on everything, and it takes them time to get acclimated to the team and really become a team and, and join their mindset. And I just think the new guys on this team, from Mills and Smith and Hunter Henry and Godchow and all those guys, I think they are just a ways away from being anything close to true, true Patriots. So I don't know why anybody should expect any different. I'll give you another. I'll give you another one that I that blew my mind. So you know, everyone's piling on Smith, rightfully so. Hunter Henry, that fourth and one, that false start where he's sprinting down the yep. field, Greg. It's like you got to be kidding me. Like that's a guy that doesn't get it. And it wasn't even close. I mean, if that was, it, it, that would be typical if it was like the Jets against the Patriots, where you just sit there and you just start laughing, like what a bunch of idiots. And the idiots were the Patriots today. Allen in California on the offensive line and how porous that's been. Go ahead, Allen. Have you guys noticed how much the red zone offensive line mostly stinks since James Devlin went out, number one, and that was like three years ago? The other thing is they are 7-16 and 16 counting next week's loss. They are 7-16 not counting the Jets uh, since December 1st of 2019. Yeah, it's. Uh, I went over the, some of those numbers earlier uh, here on the post game show, Al, and it's. Uh, it's not great. Uh, thankfully, you still have the Jets in your division, but uh, yeah, the offensive line and it, you know, like they've been so reliant on the fullback, they still have one in Jakob Johnson. Correct me if I'm wrong here, Greg. Right? Yeah, they they haven't used it as much, and I think, I think you know, signing the two tight ends changed the equation. Like I don't, you don't sign two tight ends for twelve and a half million dollars each and take them off the field a majority of a game for James Devlin or any other fullback. So uh, the Patriots, you know, we're going to go in this direction. I don't think the fullbacks were going to be a big factor. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're not going to get me to say that not having James Devlin was the beginning of the end for, for this offense. I think they just need better players and they need to play better. And I think that's mostly the issue. Hey, two positives from today. Uh, obviously, Kendrick Bourne got going. He got the touchdown there. And uh, Jacoby Myers continues to get open. I, I think he's the only guy that really can get open at this point. We're looking ahead a little bit here. Is Nikhil Harry the next option? And I know Josh Gordon's out there. Would they ever sniff that one again? I can't see them going back to the Gordon well. I mean, he was... He wasn't that good in the NFL when the last time we saw him with the Seahawks... Um, you know he's he's not the same guy physically. He, he's so inconsistent. You know I can't see the Patriots 
burning a roster spot with him. I think, look, it's three games in. I think they feel fine about the guys that they sign and put money towards. Um, Nikhil Harry, this is like the, the call from Felger and Mass. Do you think, you know, Nikhil Harry coming back and bring the deep <laughs> ball? Like, no, 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 no. Uh, look, I want to see Nikhil out there. I still think he's a good football player. I still think he can help this team. And, uh, you know, we'll see. But I, I, can't, I can't tell you anything more than that. Well, let's go to uh, Connor in the car, who wants a thought on the Mac Jones and his performance today. Go ahead, Connor. How are you doing, guys? Good. Hey, just want to talk a little bit about, you know, my thoughts on Mac. I was at the game as well. It, again, I, I think coming back from a couple weeks ago, he still looked you know, handcuffed in terms of, you know, what they're allowing him to go into. But as, as soon as he started to click a little bit, it just sounds like it just felt like every single time he was getting on a roll, the offensive line just screwed him. It was you know a blown block, it was a blown whatever it may be, getting back under pressure. And he at that time, like he's not the type of quarterback that can roll out and make those plays or extend the play. He's got to have something like set on the line, get the ball to his receivers, and the offensive line is not giving him the time to do that. So you know it goes both ways. Obviously, he made some poor judgment throws out there, but you know there's got to be a whole you know eleven person you know turn around to kind of get things going appreciate it thanks connor so yeah is uh do you think that trent brown will be back this week i was surprised he didn't end up playing in this one greg because he had practiced through the week he even practiced the friday before the jets game but inactive today yeah i thought it was possible just to you know make sure look this is a guy who this calf has been a problem now for at least this is now the second season it might be three seasons with the the two in Vegas, because I know certainly last year he dealt with this, and it kept him. He was in and out of the lineup all season. I think that's what you want to avoid if you're the Patriots, and and I'm sure it didn't hurt that the, that it was the Bucks the next week, and like, hey, let's make sure he's ready for that game, and let's see if we can run the ball and keep it away from Tom, and and basically, you know, game plan to not getting blown out on our own turf on Sunday Night Football in front of. Tom Brady and Tom Brady Sr. and Giselle and all those guys. So uh, I'm not surprised that they waited a week. You ready for more drama this week leading oh, up to God. Bucks Patriots there, Craig? <laughs> <laughs> I, I am. I think they should uh, they should turn the old man loose and, and, you know, give him a talk show if he wants to. He can co-host my podcast if he wants this week. I can kick <laughs> cattles out. Um, Tom Brady Sr., he can say anything he wants. But, yeah, it's going to be uh, – I, I lived this before. Um with the with the Packers and Favre coming back as a member of the Minnesota Vikings twice to Lambeau. There's nothing like it. Uh, there's nothing you will experience that's similar to this. It's going to be something else. All right, Greg Bedard, bostonsportsjournal.com. Give him a subscription and definitely go check out uh, this uh, free column, Why Did Bill Belichick Grab Mac Jones by the Wrist and Lead Him Off the Field After the Saints Lost? It's pretty interesting, this interaction at the end of this game. BostonSportsJournal.com. Riskgate? Yeah, yeah risk, risk Riskgate. Gate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, see you Tuesday for uh, Big Boy Tuesday on Felgren Mass. Hell yeah. See you guys.